now we will begin the dance. This is the Brahms dance. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones podcast of the books of the show of the George R. R. Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and I like shells. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm Mr. Money in the Bank. I'm Brooks, and I also like shells. We all like shells here, including special guest, producer Kim. Exclusive. I also like shells. We we all saw the Good Fish movie. We did see the Good Fish. It was a Good Fish movie. Not not as good as the first Fish movie, in my opinion. I I actually liked the pre movie to Finding Dory. The Good Bird movie. The Good Bird movie. Mm-hmm. I liked that one a lot. We actually went to the beach the day after that, and Kim was like, "Look, a bird is doing it like the Bird movie." Yeah, and nice. I even I even took one and I tried to break it open with my beak, <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> I buried a bird in the sand and put it by the tide. (laughs) It was very funny. (laughs) I tripped on a hermit crab and cried. We saw a crab. It was dead. Yep, that's why I cried. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Speaking of crying, we're talking about season six. Speaking of mountains and corpses. Battle of the Bastards. What? what Do you mean episode season six, episode nine? Nice. It's the sex episode. It's the sex episode. Sex episode. Little to no sex in it, though. Little to no sex. Very. It was. It was only half of a Dornishman because it was all fighting. It was all fighting. But 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 does that like like does that balance out if it's all fight like nonstop fighting? I don't know. You're you're the one reading a feast for crows. I don't know. Um. So far, no. Because Doran, he sit. Yeah, he does. He sit. He sit, and he says, "Put them in jail." He scheme. He scheme. He, he scheme at own crown. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what what did you think of it, Kim? I thought it was M- good. Mouthful of Pop-Tart, Kim? That's, we'll, <laughs> I'm we'll, trying we'll, to be discreet. Uh, we'll come back to you. What did you think of it, Brooks? <laughs> All right, so let's let's be mature mainstream reviewers. And on a scale from the best episode to the best episode since The Red Wedding. It was probably the best episode. It was probably the best episode. <laughs> it was very bad. I still didn't like it. <laughs> and I know that everybody liked it. And I don't want to... I don't... I feel like we say this every week, where it's like, I don't want to be the angry TV nerd. But it was, like, the fighting, it was very cool, and that's clearly where the $100 million went. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, there was some very cool cinematography and some cool, like, landfills of bodies, which were cool. I guess. But everything around it was just not yeah, good. Yeah, like, I'm, in any fiction, I'm always like, okay, like, stop the fighting so we can start the talking again. Yeah, like today I, I watched. Um, I'm very behind, but I started watching watching Daredevil on Netflix, nice. and there were like two fights in the first episode, and I was like, "Get back to like the lawyer shit, yeah, and stop fighting in the rain." And it's like they and those are actually good fights. They they already like did a good this when they did Blackwater. Like, uh, they had, do you know like, why this? You know why that, You know what's weird about that is that one was written by George R. R. Martin. That's that's the thing. That's the, thing the weird. Is, like, there was never a part in Blackwater where it was just, like, some red shirts fighting and dying. It was always like, this is what Sandor's up to. This is what Joffrey's up to. This is what Sansa's up to. Also, another, like, big thing against it is that even though it was centered around one battle, there were so many characters that you could cut between. This, there were, like, three. And they were all in the same place. Yeah. 
What, what, do, you, what do you know. think of it, Kim? Well, just first impression, I remember you you guys thinking like, okay, it's see, um, episode 9, it's going to be an entire battle, just like all the other battles where they don't do anything else. And it opens with Danny yeah. and Tyrion. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So that, like, threw me off. Which I guess I appreciated, even though I do not like anything that happens with Daenerys, Stormborn, Mother of Dragons, Blood, Mother. Blood. Um, blood. Of I, my blood. I still thought that that was a thing that happened. It did. It was. What, what flavor of Pop-Tart did you eat? Strawberry. I didn't, I only ate oh, a classic. quarter of it. I ate a quarter of it and I ate it very slow. Oh, wow. Oh. It's, a, it's a savory flavor. It is. <laughs> but before, you're going to take another bite? Because I'm going to keep talking. Are you guys going to keep talking? Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll talk This is my Pop-Tart we'll time. Talk a little bit, yeah. Pop-Tart time. Uh, we're, okay. we're introducing a new segment here on Post Game of Thrones. And uh, I felt that we were just always too negative. Yeah. Because the show's bad. But <laughs> so we could we could uh, not become a negative TV video game critic, man. This is This is called Lightbringer. And it's the segment where you have to say something nice about the show. Uh-huh. And my Lightbringer for this week is the first time that they did, like, a shot that was, like, the Arrows. Yeah, the first from, shot of the, of from the episode. From the Arrows view. And then yeah. they did it three more times. But the first one, I was like, hey, that's nice. Um, <laughs> my Lightbringer is the horses. They were very good. Those were very... They were really, like, well-behaved. Like, they have, like, hundreds of horses on set or some shit. And, like, they were all very, like, the slow-mo, there was, like, some 20-second slow-mo shots of horses trotting, and, like, it didn't mean anything, but it looked very good. It, I don't know how they trained them to run that slow, is my, yeah. my thing. Well, I don't I wasn't around in medieval times. True. We don't know about war. Did you, did you have one, Kim? I had a Lightbringer, too. Okay. Okay, mine was, um, John's man bun is just getting manlier and manlier as and the bunnier. days go on. And bunnier. And bunnier. And, um, I'm not hating it, so... <laughs> Yeah, when he was dying in the mud, that mm. actually like enhanced, like it made it lose like a hair it, like, thickener. It was like a spring-loaded bun, so like oh, yeah. every time his head would get pushed in, it would just like, like, like make a spring it. noise. It was like a right. it was a face mask at the spa. It was yeah. good. Uh, yeah, a mud mask, but for his hair head. So I yeah. liked it. That's my light bringer. Uh, and there, there, um, there we go. Now we'll never have to do it until next week. Yeah, we should mention um, that this is pretty much the only episode that they submitted to the Emmys. Yes. <laughs> they, they submitted a couple things from the door, but like I have the Emmy things that they submitted for, and um, uh, they're get they they submitted uh, Blood Raven for best guest actor, which is hilarious. Really? But like writing, directing, editing, visual effects, like all of that. Is, I mean, oh, it's probably going to win the technical ones, like editing and cinematography oh, yeah. and shit like that. But if it wins, like best writing, like oof. and it's like. Melisandre is up for Best Supporting Actress this season, and, like, Tyrion is for Best Supporting Actor. Are you sure? Her? Why was she old? Because... Like, that didn't... That never came up again. Because... That was eight episodes ago. Let's start this episode. How does it start with, uh... We see a guy loading a catapult with a flaming camera, and then it it flies in and gives us a one million dollar camera shot. Mm. It's like, Nyum! there goes the funding for, like, Tyrion's facial prosthetics and Ariane Martell. There they go. <laughs> She's not forever. And, and Daenerys is like, why did you do this? Danny's looking out of an unguarded balcony for a while and being uh-huh. like, hmm, that's war. I guess it is. <laughs> she, she has to. And then Tyrion's like, time for jokes. You know, our favorite jokester, Tyrion. Like, what if when Tyrion was, like, dying on the Blackwater, he was like, Pod, tell them to bury me in a cock-shaped tomb like that would be very bad yeah 
Like, he can have gravitas a little bit sometimes. But he's like, actually, the city's very good. As, and, then, and then for a comedy effect, um, there, it was like an explosion. So, you know, it wasn't very good. But, like, do you, first of all, I want to ask you guys, do you guys remember when Danny and Tyrion met? Because I didn't. The, yeah, the, she's going to break the wheel. Like, they... That's he, that's how could I forget? Because I couldn't remember. I'm the I guest. couldn't remember anything that they talked about. He's the I gift. I don't remember. When did it happen? When he was he was like, I'm the gift. He was the gift, and then they like went and like had a wine talk. Did she hold him like a baby or something? <laughs> I'm really. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't. I I really want to recap. They just talked, and if then he left. introduced himself as the gift. Either he has to be wrapped up like a present, or he has to be like baby <laughs> Jesus swaddled. In, like, a Walmart blankie. It would have made a lot more sense if Jorah did have Tyrion swaddled at all times so he couldn't <laughs> run away. That's that's where he that's where he messed up. But, like, the, the conversation was like, hey, I should super distrust you because, like, I should dist- distrust all Lannisters because, like, Tywin gained my dad's trust and then sacked his city. And then she goes and trusts Tyrion with her city. And then Tyrion fucks it all up. And Tyrion was in charge of it. But then she comes back and she's like, it's cool. She also she also says like I'm gonna burn everything down, and then Tyrion says, "You know who also is gonna burn everything down? Your father, Secretly. your father, Aerys Targaryen. I know this because how? Because Jamie's I only watched... told two people in the world, Jamie and Brienne, but I also know it. Yeah, Brienne told me. Uh huh. Of course. When they were fucking. Th- that's what it was like. It was like a deleted scene. They only had it on the DVD. But when uh, he was like, Jamie, my good brother, thank you for letting me out of my cell. And I'll go I'll go be free and think nice of you. And Jamie said, Aris Targaryen was going to burn the whole city down to wildfire. Yeah. Th- it was, it's on the DVD. But every Daenerys scene in this episode was just the people she's talking to not telling her how into slavery they are. <laughs> Tyrion was like... The masters can't let Marine be good because then it'll prove that there's no need for slavery. Are you not going to tell her what you did? That you reinstituted <laughs> slavery? Uh, uh, let's just leave that out for now. And this also started the trend of characters like acting in a way just to get the plot result that was required. Because now Daenerys is like, I'm going to burn them down. And Tyrion is like, eh, maybe don't do that. Maybe and not. then... Later, um, Theon's sister is like, I want to kill them. And she's like, let's leave the world nice. Yeah, let's make it good. Yeah. Have you ever considered good world? (laughs) So then we get um, a shot of, like, one of the catapult guys, and he looks up at the top of the pyramid, and he says, hey, the woman is on top. Let's get her. And then he catapults a a bomb up there, Mm -hmm. and it explodes. Women on top. Women on top, Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, and then they, and then they, Tyrion goes, I suggest an alternate appro- approach. Let's get into the teleporter and warp out of the city and go talk to the masters. <laughs> then they're Away just all the there. siege. But with the boats still kind of, like, conveniently close. Yeah, we see them, like, in the background doing war. Uh-huh. And then and what, what happens? They're like, we're the here to kill. The that we met are, like, the masters now. Uh-huh. Um, and they're like, hey, Danny, you have to... The freedmen are going to be sold back. We're going to kill your dragons. And then Danny's like, actually, the surrender is for you, not for me. I'm the winner. Yeah, that's... She's literally pulling a Euron from, like, three episodes ago. Yeah. Where she's like, like, your I, rule is over in the city. My rule has just begun. It's like, she talks so sleepy and wistful. And, like, I mean, that's kind of like, that's their, like, empowered woman voice. Like, Arya, ta- Arya does it when she does a speech. Sansa starts doing it this episode. Like, it just, like... 
I guess because if you have emotions, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, just, uh, my Unless that is, emotion is revenge, and then it's uh, very good. My, my reign has just begun. And then, uh, conveniently, because he read the script, Drogon flies out, and she's, she hops on him, and, and she's like, they're like, oh, this is going to be good. She but gets onto is... the ball in front of the green screen. Mm-hmm. And then just dips again. That's like her special, like, stop abandoning everybody. Deuces. What are you doing? Can I just make a point here? No. Please. I am just so impressed with the animal actors and actresses that they get. I mean, the horses, we spoke about that earlier. Uh-huh. Great. This dragon, how? Not only did you just say that it could read, <laughs> but, like, it it just knows the right angles, and I'm just impressed. So. How have we not heard about this dragon in Hollywood before? I don't know. What, was um, Drogon submitted for any Emmy nominations? The thing is, he wasn't. Fuck. But, All right. Um, Speaking of dragons, um, Viserion and Rhaegal just kind of bust through, and they're they, out. They also knew, like, they they could have broken out at any time, but they waited till until episode 9 for the right yeah. moment. It's probably been seven episodes. Come on, Viserion, let's go. Yeah, we're and here it, too. And Danny's never gonna ask how they broke out of their magical dragon-growing chains. Oh, of course not. No, she did, she did it. She was so empowered that, like, she just willed it. The, the secret, that's what that book's called? Yeah. The Wish? Do we know what book I'm talking about? No. No. I don't know how to read. Yeah. I'm not Davos. <laughs> I mean, what? Like, I got five fingers? Like, what? I made a point about Davos later, but... All right. When, when we get to that when we get to that scene, I'll let you about know. About how he sucks? Yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite bit. So then they, they, they shoot fire at boats. Yeah, and then, like, the harpies are slaughtering women outside of the there, gates. There's, so like, seven people. harpies killing five people outside of a city, so an entire horde of Dothraki screamers can come and murder That's them. That's led by the only white guy. Le- yeah. Because, you know. The Dothraki follow strength, and mm-hmm. also the guy from the Time Traveler's Wife, or whoever. <laughs> Keanu Reeves? He- what? Wasn't that a movie with Keanu Reeves? No. And, like, someone sends a That's letter? That's The Matrix. I'm not, it's, it's, it's not the Matrix. It's like right. someone sends a letter to them. That's speed. To the, to the Is lady. Socrates there? It might be Bill and Ted. It, I, it was probably <laughs> Bill and Ted's excellent adventure is what I'm thinking. Yeah, there was time travel involved. So <laughs> There's a movie called The Time Traveler's Wife, I think. Yeah, but well, Keanu Reeves wouldn't be the wife. He wouldn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think I'm thinking of, what's the one where Blake Lively is like an immortal girl? Age of Adeline. That's the Sisterhood that. of the Traveling Pants. Yeah, the one with what's the what's, which is the one about the Yaya sisterhood? Um, and they have like these the secrets. They, they have, have the these secret, secrets, and they, they have the book, the secret. They they have the magic lamp, and they rub on it, and then um the the comedian comes out, and he's like, "I'll give you three wishes, free me at the end." It's very sad now. It's okay. my favorite Robin Williams movie. Yeah, <laughs> the divine secrets of the Yaya sisterhood. <laughs> yes, what's the show about? Um, so Danny says Dracarys in a very cool way, which tells Dra- Drogon to burn the ships, and all of her dragon training happened off screen. Yeah, um, he just listens now, and so did the other two, even yeah. though they were trapped underground for, like, like, three seasons. Don't think about why they locked up the dragons, but, like, when they break out, it's cool, because they're only dangerous to bad guys now. Mm-hmm. Not to, to, like, not to crank my own hog, but the whole Please. time in the Discord, I'd just be like, oh, she, yeah, she's gonna say Dracarys now, and then it happened. <laughs> Like, this is the most predictable episode I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, there's a cool Easter egg where, like, we get a shot of the people on the ship, and it's Davos' other sons, and they're uh-huh. like, man, 
we're so glad that we're away from Westeros and my terrible dad, but then I, they blow up. I can't believe I was finally cast in the TV show Game of Thrones. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, Daisy. Two days away from retirement. This is great. I'm only seven years old. I love Slaver's Bay. <laughs> but hey, if you're sad about this ship being destroyed, don't worry. D&D have a brand new ship for you later on. You know, like, like shipping? Like yeah, like romantic, romantic like things. Like mm-hmm. Relationship. When they fuck. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's what. I know what that means. Uh, I mean, you've only been on like four. I episodes, used like... to write fan fiction. I know. On what? I don't know. All right, cool. Kim's sister used to write e- ER fan fiction. Yeah. I used to write Homestar Runner fan fiction. It's cool. <laughs> Who fucked? Nobody. I was like, I would like write it from my youth group. <laughs> it was just like cribbed Family Guy jokes. Uh, family Guy it was funny like, moments. It was like the Powered by the Cheat version of the cheat, mm-hmm. like the cartoon version. And it was like, hey, Strong Bad, there are, there's a message in my alphabets. They say, ooh. And then Strong Bad's like, Peter, those are Cheerios. And That's a very good joke, though. It was a fucking great bit. Um, Tyrion's here now? Uh, yeah, and, like, Grey Worm and Miss... Yeah, they're, um... Yeah, Tyrion's like, thanks for the ships that D- Danny's blowing up. <laughs> and they're like, we, we, uh... We, we're changing now. We're cowards. And Miss Sandy says... The, oh, yeah, he says, you have a choice. You can fight or die for masters who won't fight and die for you, or you can leave. And then they run off, and it's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's very good. And, and Miss Sandy's like, Daenerys says one of you has to die. Uh, for breaking the pact, so she already knows that Tyrion did the pact that reinstituted slavery. But what? How is that? One of you must die. The other, then, uh, the other only tells lies. No, Which one knew about the pact? It's cool though because then Grey Worm disobeys the Queen's orders, but in a cool way. Yeah, she kills two of them. Yeah, the two of them are like, "We're cowards now. Please kill him. He's not one of us." And then, and then Grey Worm nails his quick time event and like just slices them both in one motion and it's yeah. very cool it's very cool what what uh the first thing unsullied do is the first the first day they like give them a puppy that they can raise that they have to kill later and the second thing uh-huh. they teach them is how to cut necks really cool yeah i think that's a, that's a good thing about unsullied no vagaries Tyrion is like and hey you don't do slavery and ask to poor young kai again better not so what's the status of this pact as of right now? Uh, on top. Yeah, pact on top. Uh, so anyways, we go to the, the Bolton Horsemen and the Stark Horsemen. They meet up, and um, John is me, and he's like, Sansa, you don't have to be here. What are you doing? <laughs> like, he could, uh, like, uh, Sansa, he could, like, shoot you and us and be done with everything because, like, he doesn't respect, like, parley or, like, surrender or anything like that. And, like, it would make more sense for you to be safe in case, like, I die and we need somebody to rally the North around. She's like, I have to be here. I have to be here so I can leave before he says the line about how his dogs haven't eaten in seven days. (laughs) Oh, my. There has been so many. That That she had to leave about? No. She, remember later in the episode when he. She gallops away. When when he eats by dog spoilers. Mm -hmm. She's like, you haven't fed your dogs for seven days. Oh, and she wasn't there. She wasn't there for when he said that. She's, like, there are people on, like, Reddit who are, like. Well, like, when she was galloping away, 50 yards away, she could have heard Ramsay just heard, talking in normal voice. Like, like when, um, when John rode back from the battle at, before the, You'll the never believe saw, what Ramsay said. He's it was like, so hey, cool. he's like, hey, you guys, the dogs haven't eaten in seven days, just FYI, just so you know. Yeah. 
So I'm going to go put Ramsey in this cell by the... We'll get to it. We'll get to it. And also, Ramsey is the only one to point out that Jon Snow has abandoned his like, yeah! post as the Lord Commander. And he's that's bad. He's He's actually like, just being Rob Stark. Because he also okay. gives the line that he said to Jamie Lannister. He's like, if we do things your way, Kingslayer, yeah. like, I'll, I'll lose. We're not going to do things your way. But I thought technically he was not deserting. Yeah, but he doesn't. Because technically, we're we're trying to be ends when you're dead. We're trying to be assholes. Okay, but like he never told anybody that he resurrected, and like nobody would believe him. He never told them. Well, he's embarrassed. (laughs) He had a big boner. He had a big boner the whole time. He had a big boner, and he got his hair cut. He's a little embarrassed. Cut him, cut him some slack. Cut him some slack. That's. I almost said break him off with a piece of that Kit Kat. That would be like, hey, come on, man, just break him off a piece of that Kit Kat. Like, that's yeah. all you gotta do. Because his name's Kit. Ooh, oh, levels. we're the weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, uh, Ramsey's like, "There's no need for a battle." And then John goes, "It's episode nine, actually." Yeah. Um, and then they say, thousands of men don't need to die, only one of us, so the viewer knows that nothing matters until one of them dies. Why? Just, like, sit back, enjoy the fighting. So they say this, and they're like, we're not gonna fight, right? No, oh no, this is also when he's like, Rickon's here, right? And he's like, no, no it's, when, it's when Rickon's dog is here. Oh yeah, Rickon dog dead. Because he just <laughs> always, like, carries it around and it's perfectly preserved. Yeah, the, and, like, <laughs> who is it, the great John, or the small John, just has it conveniently in his like, pocket? In, yeah. in my purse, I like to carry my Burt's Bees... <laughs> Um, a pen, maybe some post-it notes, and like a pack of little Kleenex. And like a diary head. head. Yeah, that yeah. dog that's been dead for either two days or fifty weeks. Like we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know no, how long. It cold. It fi- it's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah. People it. on the battlefield were like already rotted, but it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. And um, I would like to point out, Ramsey says uh, this. Thanks to uh, Zach Nightzone for pointing this out to me. He says. I've heard stories all the time about how good of a swordsman John is. Some say he's the greatest swordsman who ever walked. Really? That sounded that's... like he said he said walked, but why would he say it sounded like he said warged? Why War of the Week? Why is John like a legendary swordsman all the time? Yeah, why does ever why does everybody in the north who hates John talk about how good of a sword? <laughs> like and... he's he's okay. Like he's pretty good. Yeah. But he's also like I never would have killed the half hand if he, he didn't died let me. from Carl Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> You know, with the two two knives, Carl Tanner, who doesn't exist, and you have Valyrian steel. Hey, you think his swords his sword play is good? You should see his punching. His he's very very good at punching. Is the thing spoiler? Uh, come, we've all seen it. Ken. Oh yeah, I forgot. Speaking of spoilers, um, uh, he says, "Hey, will your men want to fight for you when you hear you won't fight for them?" Which is exactly what the slavers heard in Slavers Bay, and Dan- Dan- Danny and John are gonna fuck in like five episodes. Mm-hmm. They're straight up like they're parallel, and like when when John's crowd surfing, it looks just like the Misa scene. Like I've already seen gift sets on Tumblr about it. Like they're gonna fucking five episodes. Um, quote the, me. the thing is, that would be a cool like like little seed planted. Like what happens when you, your men see they you won't fight for them? Basically nothing. It just nothing. happens. It happens like you a regular like those, fight. You want to like slaughter a Stark brutally and publicly in front of everybody? That sounds great. Let's fight for you. You want to shoot arrows at like your own guys? Let's form up in a cool like tactical yeah. formation. Have you guys seen Brave? Braveheart, it's going to be very cool when I do Remember this. Remember when they did the thing in 300? It's going to be like that, but not as good. It's like on TV. It's amazing. It's on TV, so it's worse, but it's very impressive for TV. Um, 
and then they go back to their camps, and the camp is like 10 yards away from Winterfell, but for some reason Ramsay doesn't sense his 20 good men, even though it's exactly the same spot that Stannis was camped in. Uh-huh. He just lets them sleep until the battle tomorrow. Yeah, this is, like, this entire, like, setup is just them justifying why a big-budget open-field battle has to happen right now. Yeah. They're like, well, Ramsay could just, like, use Winterfell, like, as a defense, because that's what castles are for, and in Season 5 it was very important, and Roose was like, hey, stay in the castle. Um, but him crazy. Uh, and then they have, like, their war meeting, right? Yeah, and Davos is an expert on Ramsay's psychology and also the North. And so... That ha- they all say nothing, and they're like, we don't know what we're doing, even though this battle has been planned for, like, four months. And then Sansa's like, hey, uh, why didn't you ask me for help? Even hey, though no I was one- right here. Even though, like, no one else was, be- like, being asked. Everyone was just giving their opinions. Mm-hmm. But Sansa didn't. And then she's like, I know Ramsay the best. And John's like, no, you don't. And she's like, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, what was all- this scene? All right, all right, fine, Sansa. What do you want to do? Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know anything about war, but, uh... Don't, don't do a war bad. And so, don't no, don't no, have him like, win a war. She's like, I don't know about war or anything, but wouldn't it be good if we had more men? And John's like, but we don't have more men, and we have to fight now. And wouldn't it be good nothing. if, like, I could prevent thousands of people dying by telling you about the Vale Army right and now? It would be good if we, like, had a plan and had reinforcements that we knew were coming, or it can be really cool when I do it later and everyone dies. Like, yeah. why didn't she say anything? Because the plot said there needed to be drama. Yeah, according to the inside the episode a couple episodes ago, it was like, she doesn't trust John, but she trusts Littlefinger. But, like, can't she just give him a hint, like, hey, I'm gonna write, <laughs> I'm gonna write, and maybe we can get some backup this, here. This would have made sense. The Like, the only time it could possibly make sense is in the first time we heard about it. Now when John's literally like, we don't have enough people, and it's gonna be very bad. Yeah. Maybe be like, hey, uh, like, it's gonna happen. Like, he's gonna find out eventually. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, I guess it would be, like, bad if, like, he found out that you were scheming with a guy who people don't like, but it's a lot better than getting everybody killed. You know, or just say it. Don't say it's from Littlefinger. Say, like, oh. Hey, before, remember when I was at the Vale? Yeah, before Lady Lysa died, like, she promised me this. Like, make up a lie, like people do. Yeah. Like... And, the, the, like, the whole – John's whole motivation was, like, a super retcon. He was like, the Northmen don't want to fight for the Boltons. They're being forced, which is the opposite of what we've seen all season. Yeah. And then he's like, we've already met with every house. What do you mean? We can't go to any more – the thing was that winter was coming and we needed to fight now and you didn't have time. But now it's like, everybody else hates us. Remember last season when the North remembered? Remember that that was just, like, a cool thing Ramsay said? What did the North remember? Remember when Sansa was like, the Northmen are different, I know them. They only listen to Davos, who has no <laughs> arms. <laughs> and uh, then Sansa's like, hey, if Ramsay wins, I'm not going back there alive, which is a very cool line, because all of her season finale lines are just like, are like empowered suicide. Yeah. Like, last season it was like, if I'm going to die, kill me while there's still some of me left. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, and this, this is time, really And great this time she's like, if you lose this battle, Jon Snow, I'm gonna kill myself dead. Yeah, and then she goes... No one can protect me, which doesn't mean... No one can protect anything, which doesn't mean anything. And these dudes just, like, can't write dialogue. It's not very good. It's... it's The thing is, it's always very bad and not how people talk. But, hey, I, I mean, I guess I spoke too soon, because then Davos and Tormund talk. Oh, Jesus Christ. And they talk about shit, right? Yeah, um... 
the Boltons have never seen the Free Folk fight, even though the Umbers fighting the Wildlings is the reason why they joined the Boltons. Um, and then I need to talk about Davos for a minute. I know this is surprising. I need okay. to talk about Davos for a minute. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's a, this is unusual, but go for it. Um, he very like calmly and smugly says, the Boltons didn't defeat Stannis. He defeated himself. Um, last episode, Davos said that the weather defeated Stannis as much as the Boltons did. But this week, he did it to himself. Can someone please show their work and explain why Davos would come to that conclusion? No points awarded. Because, like... and we learn that Davos says he had demons in his skull whispering foul things. You know, like he always thought of Stannis. Uh-huh. Between seasons, he, like, saw the behind the episodes or whatever it's called. And he's like, maybe Stannis was bad. Like, yeah. the bad music always played when he was there. Yeah. Melisandre always, like, say anything up a boombox and play bad music. <laughs> good thing he didn't have a gratuitous death. Yeah. Like, that That was very good. Uh, it, well, it, oh, go ahead, Brooks. I was just... It's pretty cool that Rickon got a gratuitous death, but, like, Ramsey's was off screen. Yeah. But, anyways. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say, at one point, I don't remember what it was, but during this talk where Davos has the spotlight, he... <laughs> He says something, and he makes a metaphor, and uh-huh. and I think I thought in my head, but also out loud to Eddie here. I said a while ago he couldn't even read the word the or night, but now magically he's like a grammar whiz, and he knows how to make metaphors, and he's Hazel Grace. He's hooked on phonics. He sure is hooked he on phonics. He comes in, he's like torment giants, Bane. Allow me to demonstrate mise en scène, like. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's really yeah, it's great. Um, I'm a big so fan of the is... of the Chowskiario lighting. Yeah, what's it called? yeah, that's yeah, close enough. Close enough. Lavalier microphone. Yeah. Um. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying over here is that you guys bitch and complain about no character development, but here we go. Davos, no fingers. I mean, like if it happens, <laughs> how off can screen, he turn the pages though? If it happens off screen, it doesn't count. He uses his tongue. You can't lick his fingertips like no, the way he that like the page. He oh, he him him like on page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. He um, just blows a gentle wind <laughs> with his yeah. mouth. <laughs> he uh, just like he says, "Hey, book, turn the page." And then my it like brain connection: gentle wind, gray wind, ghost. Where the fuck was ghost? <laughs> Dead. Like would have been very helpful in a big fight. So, yeah. yeah, they're gonna go back to Winterfell and they're just gonna find ghost with a snap neck. Yeah, yeah. The only time ghost is there is like. When he, Sam needs him. When, yeah. Like, John is the greatest swordsman to ever live. Arthur Dane said it himself. What's going to happen is Ghost is going to go find Sam. Sam's going to need a place to find his sword. And then Ghost is just going to swallow Heart's Remember Bane. Remember when fucking Sam stole his family's <laughs> sword and went to the Citadel anyway? Yeah, it oh was my, very Next funny. week's episode is going to be 69 minutes. Nice. 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 Um, <laughs> but I'm used, I, like, I can barely handle, like, 52. Yeah, I feel like the next like the next episode of our show is going to be like two hours, and it's going to be the same. Like next episode is going to be fucking like insane. Like everyone's plot point is going to come yeah, like to we have come together. Cersei's trial. We have like Davos confronting Mel, which is going to be fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Arya, what's happening with Arya? What's happening with Danny? What's happening with the Ironborn? Euron. Like yeah. this is like this show. How are they allowed to do this? To not like, do anything for eight episodes? Not do anything for eight episodes and then make the last episodes 90 minutes. Because then everybody <laughs> forgets about the first eight episodes. Like, that's not allowed with anyone else. Yeah. Breaking Bad would go over for, like, two minutes. Uh, 
So, have I mentioned now that we actually can compare this to Breaking Bad because they both won the same dramatic award? That's true. So it's like officially canon that they can be compared to each other? Yeah. Yeah, okay. suck on that. Yeah. So Tormund loves to fight while he's hungover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Davos is like, I actually don't want to drink. I love to like think and walk the night before because I'm a very deep guy. I like to think a lot. And then I walk far away so nobody can hear me and I quote, shitting my guts out. Yeah, that's what Davos says. So, like, thanks thanks HBO for, like, this big episode 9 climax. What I want to hear about is the Onion Bandit's puckered ass. Like, I really thank <laughs> you so much. And, and then Torment goes, happy shitting, and I'm not making that up. This seems like it was either, like, a Tim and Eric sketch or something we would say to sign off an episode. Yeah, happy shitting. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, it's submitted for best everything. Yeah, this is submitted for best writing, but fucking, but bad pussy won last year. So who's to say? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so then John goes and hangs out with Melisandre, who's looking at a fire and like, does anybody read or like do anything besides just look? Like, if you're not immediately in the scene, you're just gazing off into the distance until yeah. someone says it's time to film. Every, like everybody but John is an NPC that just kind of like stands there until John walks. Yeah, up like and John a. walks up and presses A on them, and then they turn and they're like, "Good morrow," and the then, Lord of Light. Yeah. The Lord of Light. Yeah, it did show you after the scene where, like, John had his conversation, and then he kept talking to Melisandre, and she would only say her, like, one extra line over again. Yeah. Like, Relore will guide us. The night is done. The night is done. Please stop yeah. pressing A. <laughs> um, and then, like, John is deep for no reason, and he's like, hey, if I die, don't bring me back. Why? <laughs> and she's like, the Lord of Light tells me what to do. But, like, him saying that in the a- actual <laughs> episode? What? Why? <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I'm glad something on this show was. Yeah. Him saying that in the actual episode, like, just takes out any tension that he would even die. Yeah. Like, if he's like, hey, if I die, don't bring me back. Uh, yeah. okay. L- Alright, listen. If I can't make it past that Hammer Brother, turn off the Nintendo. Uh-huh. Don't use, this is hardcore Mario and the stakes are higher now for this episode. <laughs> don't bring me back. I'm, I'm, it's very dramatic. Very dramatically satisfying is the thing. And, like, why, I don't know why Mel is acting so aloof now that, like, she brought a dude back from the dead for the first time, but she's still like, I guess there's a god. She's like, whatever the Lord of Light tells me to do, I don't know. Like, no, you are one powerful woman. Like, everybody's giving Davos and John credit for coming. And, like, okay, yeah, I guess you do have a point there. It would be really convenient if she could bring the, like, rightful heir to Winterfell back to life. That would be good. Yeah. I, she, guess so, she, I guess she didn't see that in her fires, though. She's reading lines like she just found out she's getting paid as an extra this season. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm Alessandra, I'm the fervent witch. No, no, the red priest. priest did Rickon get paid as an extra for the season? I don't think he talked. I don't think did. I don't think he talked. I don't think he did. He was only in two episodes. And he he definitely didn't talk in the first one. Yeah, he was I don't think like, he talked uh, in this one either. He's not. He's not in the Screen Actors Guild. Damn. I looked him up. He's only 14 years old. He was 37 in this episode. He was my dad. Like, I, I called him and wished him a happy Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so what, this is dumb, and then what happens? Uh, Davos goes to take a shit, and then he finds some princess-shaped ashes that he wants to investigate. Yeah, somehow this pristine stag that he built with his own hand He was kicked like... over a log, dug into the sand, and like, it wasn't even, like, on top of it. He was just like, oh, cool, like some logs. <laughs> And then he found, yeah, the pristine wooden stag that he gave Shireen. That didn't burn. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Shireen tried to burn my shitty present. 
in the I like how many people in the in the Discord chat immediately came to the conclusion that she warped into it. Yeah, I know. I'm so, I love everybody who listens. To this. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> that's that's her sigil. And then he he this is the first time he realized that Shireen was dead. And like, like real Davos, like he wouldn't come to the conclusion. Like he would go back and be like. Mel, how could you burn Melisandre while Stannis was at war? And she's going to be like, I did it because he said. And yeah. But, like, why would he burn his own heir? Uh, he, he was horny. Oh, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I guess he had demons in his head. I don't know. Yeah. Metaphorically speaking, of course. Yeah, metaphorically speaking. Very good, Torment. <laughs> and then and what happens? He goes home about, in the fight like, time? This dude, like, they're right next... Like, they go, like, two hours later, they meet up at Winterfell. Do, Stannis burned Shireen like 50 yards away. He could see Winterfell in the distance. Yeah. And he's like, Shireen well. was like, isn't that Winterfell? She's like, that's Mo Kaelin. Don't worry about it. Get on the pyre. Mo Kaelin is conveniently wherever it needs to be. Shireen, it's episode nine. It's Mo Kaelin is the floating city of Dalaran. And it just uh-huh. moves about to where the plot says it has to be. Uh, uh, so, so guess who's in Marine? Guess who made it? Oh, the Theon and sister. Yeah, Tyrion's talking to them. And um, he's like... Hey, Theon, last time we were in Winterfell, you were mean to me. And I actually went back. Uh, <laughs> and watched the scene? I went back and watched the scene, and then I went back to episode 7 of Post Game of Thrones and listened to us talk about how Tyrion was mean to Theon for no reason. Yeah, he's like, hey, you're gonna fuck her, here's some money to do it, you yeah, piece of it, shit. It was when Theon, like, thinks he's made a friend because they both love fuck. Uh-huh. And then, like, then Tyrion's like, hey, remember how you're a hostage to a family that killed your family? And also, then, I'm gooder at fucking. Bye, asshole. Yeah. And then Theon goes, watch yourself, imp. So I guess that counted as him getting called short once, like, six even, years ago. Even though, doesn't he say something about, like, it'll be called the imp something? Like, my vine, my vineyard will be yeah. imp wineries. I mean, it's like it's like Davos's sigil reclamation, I guess. Uh-huh. But he, he was mean that one time. Uh, at least he doesn't know that Theon got no dick. Yeah, I was fucking like I was fucking hunched and flinched waiting for that. Um, they Luckily. still do talk about uh, somebody's big cock though. Yeah, yeah, Euron's. Yeah, and like, so, so Theon is saying he didn't murder the Stark boys, and Yara's like, but he's paid for his crimes. And then Tyrion's like, no, he hasn't because he's still alive. And that's when I realized, oh, they're arguing because the scene needed them to disagree for drama. Yeah, of course. There's no I... like. And then, so, we learned that they brought Danny 100 ships and enough men to work 100 ships. Mm-hmm. There were not 100 men at the King's Moot. Also, I don't, I don't know if you noticed this, but they, something, there's something like this, is like, they're like, we brought 100 ships, and Tyrion's like, there's only 100 ships in the Iron Fleet? Meanwhile, like, however many episodes it was ago, Euron was like, I'm going to build the Iron Fleet! Yeah. So, I don't know. It's very good. <laughs> uh, and then- Have D&D read the scripts? Like, everyone no. else has. They stopped reading after the Red Wedding. Uh-huh. Um, and then da- Daenerys goes, has a woman ever ruled the Iron Islands? And then, y- and then Yara looks at the camera and says, no more than the United States of America. See you in November. I'm with her, hashtag. <laughs> and then Theon goes, Euron isn't only going to bring you 1,000 one ships. He's going to bring you, and then Yara goes, his big cock. It was a really cute coordinated routine. Yeah. And the, but then she says, he means to marry you. 
And then Yara's like, I'm I'm not demanding marriage, but I'm up for whatever. And then Danny's into it. And he's like, oh. Yeah, Danny gives a like, little eye roll. Like, she, oh. She's like, like oh, uh-huh. my, what have I gotten myself into? You'll never believe what I just did to a sex slave. <laughs> Anyways. It's a good um, thing they established that she was a lesbian before. Because yeah, now... like all of, like, the, yeah, like all of, all of, like, the erasure that they did in the last six seasons were very good. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then she's like, okay, so I'll support your claim to the Iron Islands, but no more reaving or raping. And uh, Yara's like, he, like pulls her collar and is like, oh, oh uh, that's we love to do that now. Even though in C- even though in the King's Moot, I was saying it was bad, even though I was saying it was good. And okay. so then they say, okay, no reaving, even though they'll be in an independent Iron Islands. And like, I know it's like to stop. On a very base level, it's like, stop these bad things. But it just continues the trend of Daenerys being like, I'm the ruler and stop your ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just like she did with Dothraki or whatever. Yeah, immediately. Assimilate immediately. Even Tyrion's like, yes, slavery is very bad, but like, let's, let's like wean them off of it slowly. And it's still bad, but, and Daenerys is like, stop it right now, immediately. My mom said I have to go home. Yeah. Like... What are they? What is an? What is the economy going to look like of the Iron Islands? Like, I guess they're just going to go to the forest that Euron is chopping down right now. Also, just shows Daenerys knowing like nothing of like the reason they do that is because they live on rocks that are like made of salt, and that's it. Like yeah. all they have is one rock, a big thing of salt that hasn't been grinded up yet, and like Aaron Dampere like with his arms out naked. Yeah, and that's it. That's all they have. And Yara, like, extends a hand to handshake, and then Danny looks back for Tyrion's approval, and he nods, so then she shakes his hand. She shakes her hand. Yeah, both of them needed approval of, of men's, to, even though they were like, we're the leaders now. And everybody's like, I can't, like, the show's better than the books, because in the books we're still waiting for Danny and Tyrion to meet, and they rushed it to get to this, and it's so satisfying. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm rereading A Feast for Crows, and it's just, like, I, I definitely, I, I was probably in the trap, too, of, like, I just fin- I fin- I started reading it as soon as I finished the Storm of Swords. And I'm like, oh, give me all that sick, awesome. Give me that good, good Tyrion. Yeah. And so I kind, I feel like I might have rushed through it to get to stuff, but now on a reread, it's like I appreciate it so much more because it's all like good. Yeah, it's very good on a reread. And I'm, it's the same thing we were talking about before. Like, it's not about the fight that happens. Like you sent, you made that tweet. That's like why George never includes it. Yeah. The, it's not books. like he doesn't have the budget to not have a point of view in the battle. Like, he does it for a narrative. Like, yeah, it's not purpose. about the fight. It's about the people in it and, like, what I caused mean, it and what happened. It's kind of like the base, like, among many others. Like, that's the base problem of the show. Like, they, th- they, they, like, they think that the fight is the point. They think that, like, the big reveal is the point. But, like... Like, R plus L equals J, like, it's not going to be, like, this world-shattering thing in the books. Like, most, it's going to be I, be- I guarantee most people who watch the show don't even care about that. Oh, why would they? Yeah. But, like, R plus L equals J was, like, a really important to Ned's arc. Yeah. Like, it, it'll have, like, personal implications to John. It's not going to be, like, this big, like, oh, my fucking God. The like, Tower not- of Joy wasn't about the fight at the Tower of Joy. Yeah. And, like, it's not about the – it's about what happens after the battle. Like, it's it's always about the ramifications. But in the it's show, it's weird, like, this is like, big and cool. But it, the show also, like, still – like, I was telling Kim this, that it doesn't make sense that – why would, like, Sa- okay, Santa marries the Boltons in the show. Like, yeah. the the Lannisters know she's there, uh-huh. and they know that it's Sansa Stark who's wanted for the murder of the king. Yes. In the books, it's a fake Arya, 
that's why they don't do anything because they know it's fake. Yeah. But the same thing happens. No, but, but, she, but Cersei's busy. She's busy being catty in King's Landing right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. There was some stuff I saw that, like, in season five, remember when Littlefinger drops, like, drops Sansa off at Winterfell and then goes and, like, is like, hey, Cersei, guess what's up? And, like, he gives her this advice that's like, hey, let the North fight and then charge in and kill everyone when they're all weak. And everyone's like, that's what's going to happen in this episode because they remember what happened in season five. No, no they one didn't. remembers anything. They were trying to get to the part where Danny was in the fighting pits and Shireen got burned. Like, that was the whole season. Jamie doesn't even remember taking a bath with Brienne. Heck like, no. No chance in hell. So, uh, there, there's been 30 minutes of nothing. It's already halfway through the episode. And, um, so John's on the battlefield. One, one's there. Um, one, one, another great actor. Like, how great. are you so tall? <laughs> He's very good. At He's it, very good. Thing. Yeah. The, the weird thing about him though, is that he runs at normal people speed, even yeah. though he, him have very big legs. Uh-huh. He was um, running at the, the, he wanted to match the like horse speed from when they were in slow motion. Yeah. It's very complicated physics. You wouldn't, you, we couldn't possibly understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know much about giants. Um, so Ramsey has a leash, like he's a fucking mom at a theme park. And, um, surprise, it's a child. It's, it's Rickon Stark. And do you remember the shot of, like, the camps looking at each other? Like, from John's perspective, like, they're hundreds of yards away from each other. It looks just like a line of black on the other side. Mm-hmm. But then Ramsey steps forward two steps. And then John's like, fuck, it's Rickon. I've seen yeah. him before in my life, totally. Oh, I, And I would definitely recognize him now that he's a man grown. Yeah, haven't seen him in five years. If I ever have, fuck, it's Rickon. So Ramsey says, we're going to do a game like uh, the movie saw. You're going to run and I'm going to shoot at you with arrows. So Rickon runs in a straight line. Yeah. But Serpentine, Ram- my dude. Like, <laughs> like, the thing, like, he could have, you know, like, turned around. Yeah. And, like, been like, oh, hey, it's coming that way. I'm going to take a step that way. I mean, the, 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 like, the script didn't, didn't say that, though. Yeah. But luckily, Ram- Ramsey's no Ollie or Egret, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. He misses a lot until he the misses, plot says he hits. He misses to make it more dramatic. He and misses, then- yeah, he misses until John is literally, like, four feet away. And yeah. then And then, like, boom. Um, It would be really good if it was Arya instead because she would have survived it. Dude, Arya would have caught those arrows with her teeth. <laughs> After getting hit by three. Yeah, like, imagine and, being so, such a weak Stark child that one wound to the torso kills you. I mean, you gotta take at least four stabbies. Like, do a little bit of open field parkour, a little. <laughs> like, the North is watching. They don't They don't remember, though, so whatever. Yeah. My and father then, Ned and, and taught then, me how to break dance. And then John's like, oh, no, conveniently the last Stark in my way. Oh, of, no, oh no, 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 no. Oh no! I have to inherit Winterfell now. Even though Sansa's is here and too. Also, oh, no. uh, I, I have to inherit Winterfell too. And for season seven, so, so that yeah, all the Northerners are like, "Nice, a dead Stark child. Let's go kill some more." Our favorite thing. It's what we all fight for. The North remembers. Yeah, this season is just like taking a dump on Ned Stark's legacy. It's really good. <laughs> what if he was dishonorable and nobody liked him? Oh, cool. Even though last season everyone wanted like Starks, like that would be good. Remember when people were like a little upset at the red wedding? Um, What's that? It was like the, it was the cool Emmy-winning, shocking thing that happened, and convinced the showrunners that they could do it every episode. Oh, when Sansa married uh, that guy Ramsey? Yeah, it was that. Okay. Um, so 
the archers lose some arrows, and there's literally a shot of a 14-year-old's body getting riddled with arrows, which is cool. Yeah, we needed to see that. Not gratuitous. And um, remember when winter came last season, and that's why Stannis had to charge, but now it's like a nice afternoon in April, and like it looks like it's like 75 degrees. In Ireland? It looks very nice. Yeah. Remember like, I, when, for no reason, John charges forward and creates recreates that Lord of the Rings <laughs> shot? That's the famous one. Remember when he fucking winds up? Like, he's on fucking home plate, and he's just gonna, like, knock the fuck out of yeah, all of these John, Yeah, John points to Winterfell. He's like, I'm gonna sock this dinger like, right out of what here. What was his plan with that? Like, I'm gonna stand in front of, like, uh, 700 horses right here. The like, plan was it was it looked good. But, like, did he not have, like, a glimmer of fear? I mean, they were running in slow motion, so he had time. He had time. He had and, time to run back. And then, also conveniently, even though... John is, like, the worst commander. He's very bad. He didn't give his army any rules, and then Stannis has to be like, go fight with him, idiots. You mean Davos? Uh, I, was, I was wishing. This is my Work fan of the week. fiction. Warrior of the Week, this is my fan fiction. Davos is like, go fight, idiots. And they somehow catch up, even though Ramsey's guys got a head start. And yep. all the horses just, like, run past each other. When they There should have been at least a few horses that, like, collided and exploded, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I take back what I said about the horses. They didn't explode good enough. Yeah. I, I, I take that back again. I don't want to pick another thing that I liked from this episode. Um, and so then, then bat, battle, war, war were declared. Yeah, war were declared. Um, there are, like, trained soldiers on horseback coming at John from 360 degrees. Um, but, like, he's fine. Uh-huh. <sighs> Did anyone doubt for a second that he was actually going to die? Like, that, no. If it was like, actually anybody could die, like... It, it would be very, like, gripping, but it wasn't. It was mm. just like, all right, when is this, like, 20 minutes going to end so then he can go meet up with Ramsay? Like, I couldn't tell whose side was who. Why didn't John wear armor? I really, like, does Ramsay own armor? Because he was just wearing fur. He really he wanted to take it off, but they were like, that would be too good to Yeah, check out these cool scars, and then... They could have compared belly scars. That would have been cool. Want to know how I got these scars? And, um, so, like, Ramsey keeps loosing arrows into everybody, and, like, five seconds in, there's a there's a wall of bodies that's 12 feet tall. This was the stupidest thing. Yeah, it that was... absurd. Like, it could only be conceivable if they were fighting at, like, a hill, and then, like, people died and rolled down or something, or they died on the top yeah. of the hill, but it was, like, a flat plane. Yeah. Like, there's no reason you should have a mountain of dead guys that everyone is climbing up to fight on top of. Alright, this is a pile of eight dead people, but I think I could probably get over it instead of going around it. And then him die. Him die. Um, so then Davos goes, we may as well be taking shits back here. Like, imagine being a soldier and the last thing you hear about is the Onion Bandit's dusty asshole. <laughs> Why is he talking about shit so much like, in this episode? For, uh, for, the, for Winterfell! Like, no, like... For Sansa, for John, for Rick, like anybody, like don't talk about your ass. I don't for my hear- butthole. Yeah, for my nasty old like my paucho, <laughs> paucho butt, butt poop anus. I hate butthole terms. <laughs> yeah, they're not great. Um, so <laughs> Davos charge. You know when, when you know when you tie a balloon mm-hmm. and it's a little thing at the end that looks like a butthole. Oh, uh, you put your mouth on that. Yeah, Ew. yeah, you blow into it. You give it a good. And then you tie it, and it looks like a butthole. Ew! Yeah, that's pretty good. Post Game of Thrones. Um, so the small John rallies the troops, and he's like, 
who wants to go kill some more Stark kids because we're fighting because we want to and not because we're being forced. And then and they're they like, say, we want to uh, go kill some more Stark kids because we're fighting because we want to. We're evil. We're evil. And then um, John's a dirty boy. He's very, very dirty. He's not not bloody. He's just dirty. And everybody he's else is ve- like. He's very filled with mud. Yeah. Um. So then these soldiers who are carrying heavy shields on foot just, like, kind of march around and trap every soldier. They were very quick is the thing. Yeah. And a, a third of what's boxing these people is, in is a pile of bodies stacked 20 feet high. Yeah. So, like, they start, like, getting super stabbed and killed. And then Davos goes, hey, break their line. So then Tormund just sidesteps the spear and charges. Like, why didn't you think of that before, idiots? Like, all of these, like, stab dead people and also Rickon are like, fuck, you can move in three directions? Shit. <laughs> well, famous last words. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what happens to giants there? Um, yeah, 1-1 one, one rips a guy in half. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is like if the Battle of the Wall was just all the scythe. Yeah. Like, they just heard the reaction to the scythe and they were like, what if we just did, like, cool shit for 50 minutes? <laughs> And then and then the Vale Knights came and saved. Yeah, right. there's like there's like fucking five minutes of John getting trampled, mm-hmm. and it's very sad and slow, and the music kind of like fades out a little bit, so you know it's dramatic and very sad. Um, and then he does this like Misa thing, and um, it looks like all is lost is the thing. The it thing is that like, like yeah, like like the Mandarin or the the Karstark guy is like about to kill uh, Tormund. It's very very sad. But then there's a horn. They're at their lowest point when uh, the, the, the Knights yeah. of the Veil came and no one expected it. Yeah. Here, and Sansa was there and she smiled. Yeah, she, she yeah. At first she looks she looked very sad and not very on top, but then she smiled. Yeah, because she knew that like thousands of people died because of her actions. Yeah, she's like, I did it. I did a good war. <laughs> uh, do you see that giant mountain of dead? That's me. Yeah, that's it. Is. She goes, Sansa, Sansa did this. <laughs> with, with needle that she has. The instrument of revenge. Yeah. It's, I call it Lady Needle. Mm-hmm. It's my dire wolf. Okay. Um, so then, like, John climbs up the bodies and seems, sees Ramsey just, like, by himself. And then, like, Tormund and 1-1 also climb up next to him. But, like, no unnamed characters are doing this. Only mm-hmm. the, three, the three that we care about. Yeah. So Ramsey leaves on horseback. And then John, after being trampled and fighting for two hours, just, like, runs after him. Yeah, he just chases him back to Winterfell on foot. And 1-1 one, one is only as fast as, like, dying John. Mm. And so they get back to Winterfell and they bar the gate. And so John and the giant are outside. But the thing that really shocked me about this is that Bran was also there in a flashback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the giant and he says, hey, when we go in there, we've won. And then the giant starts convulsing. And he goes, when we go in there, we've won. When we go in there, we won. Mm-hmm. One weg, one dar, one. And Bran's like, Bran's like, I got to stop this shit. And then John goes, wow, I guess I can just start calling you that. I guess that's your name. I guess that's it. Everyone just calls you, calls you that from now on forever. Yeah. One way, one dar one. I guess that's your name. Uh, I really liked on the inside the episode where they showed the special deleted scene where one way, one dar one said, you stay, I go, no following. And then he charges through the door and dies. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, we should say that like, he tries to like get through the door and he can't. But then when Bran wargs into him, that lends him his and strength. And gives him strength. He's yeah. strong enough to get through. And mm-hmm. so he unholds the door, so to yeah. speak. It's it's a it's a play on the episode that happened, you know. Like it's like poetry; it rhymes. Yeah. Um. So remember when one one got a sadder death than Rickon? Yeah, that was like the most affecting death in the series to me. Is one one? Yeah. Dying, but by many arrow. Well, we we determined that Rickon was just an extra, so. 
Yeah, yeah. One one said like "fuck you" or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Did they did did and they even no, call, did they, they even call no. him Rickon? <laughs> the small because, because they're like, how do we know you have my brother? And then they throw a, a dog head, and then he's just like, "Go run to your brother." Like they never even call him Rickon. Yeah, I guess that's true. And like that dog head was thrown at like such a close range. How could you even tell that that wasn't just like a sack of potatoes? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. They they dulled it up, like the ultimate fool. It's John Snow, as he's known, <laughs> crazy. So um, then he, John Snow punches Ramsey a lot. The thing is, uh, one one is like dying, and then like, so Ramsey decides to shoot the giant instead of the one guy leading a rebellion to kill him. Mm-hmm. So he he can do a monologue, and he goes, "You suggested one on one combat, didn't you?" And then he climbs on the giant. And he says, "More like on one one combat." And it was a very good joke. I thought it was really good comic. I thought it was good too. I thought it was uh, out of character because they don't make jokes in this show. They just ruin it. Tyrion makes jokes. Oh yeah. 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 It would have been better if Tyrion were there, and he was like, "I'm here to piss off the wall." And then I thought, yeah. I mean, I don't want to complain about everything. I thought it was all right. (laughs) Um. So then Ramsey grabs a bow and arrow, and John picks up a shield with like a fucked up wolf on it. Mm Hmm. So, like, I imagine... It, it, like, I was like, is that a Clegane house? Yeah, I like, tried to, like, what sigil? Is, like, it looked like, like the shitty way the sigils look in, the, in like, the glossary of the books. Yeah. Like, Where the very like, low-quality, tiny... George, we are publishing this book in five minutes. Draw a wolf. Yeah. Get a seventh grader to draw a horse. Draw a horse. <laughs> no, LOL. No, that, that try isn't good enough. Try it again. <laughs> there's no There's no time. Um, so I imagine that, like, Ned is warged into this, and he's just getting riddled with arrows like fucking Boromir. Mm-hmm. And, um, so John just, like, keeps putting his shield down. Like, oh. Ramsey is loosing an arrow at him. He, like, puts his shield up for a second, and then he's just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm gonna put it back down. Oh, fuck, he's firing again. All right, I'm gonna put it down. Ah, oh, fuck. Ramsey just punches him a lot. Yeah. And then Ramsey, yeah, Ramsey also forgets that you can move in three three dimensions. Mm-hmm. So John just walks up and butts him in the face and starts like ambidextrous punching him with both hands. And Sansa's like nice. And also Ramsey is like nice. Yeah. Sansa shows up without Littlefinger or like any protection or any troops, and she's like, "Oh, nice. I guess it's over now." And then they immediately hang like a prepared Stark banner. Oh yeah. From the walls that they just had. Yeah, they had that around. at the wall. Yeah. Where you're not allowed to, like, display any sigil. Um, also, they're like, hey, Rickon's here and he's dead. Is there anyone that can bring him back to life? Okay, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Hey, didn't you come back? Is there anything? No? All right. Jon Snow, who came back from the dead. Here's your dead brother. And Jon Snow's like, good. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah, Rickon, Rickon's on a rickshaw. And Jon goes, I want to bury him in a crypt by my father. He didn't say our father or his father, so Rhaegar's in the crypt. Ned's bones never made it to Winterfell. Rhaegar is hiding in the fucking crypt, and we're gonna see him next episode. Confirmed. Harp. There's a harp there. And he's gonna play it, and he's gonna be like, if only you could bring your brother back to life, huh? Yeah. And then, uh, John's like, Sansa, what are you doing up there? And she goes, I'm on top. It's time for violence. And, um, yeah, then we go to Sansa. And then Ramsay gets eaten by a CGI Scooby-Doo. <laughs> he does look like the the steroid Scooby Doo or Scrappy Doo. The th- the th- like, re- remember how he was like they haven't eaten in seven days, and still the dog walks up to him and is like sniffing him. He's like, hey buddy, like what the what's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, because- you think the dog would just start ripping and tearing, but the plot didn't say so yet. No, because so Sansa didn't say Dracarys yet. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, the only like, so are we to believe that Ramsay is in the kennels? 
Because, like, yeah. the, do- the dog just, like, walks in from the cell over. Yeah. So, we're if we're to believe that Sansa has just, like, learned how to control and handle Ramsay's dogs, no problem, it's easier to assume that she has control of the hounds because the sigil of House Clegane is hounds, mm-hmm. and it was Sandor and they're helping her just like in the books, just like the books. Just like, just like the books. Yes, uh, it's... Yeah, and then good. Sansa says a bunch of lines that if Daenerys said them, you'd be like, I guess. Like, Daenerys could have said it. Arya could have said it. Like, I don't, I'm so over like the un- un- unemotional badass thing. Also revenge. And when you ha- get revenge, you smile. Like, the only monologues I can think of that were like from women and had emotions were like Kat at the Red Wedding and Lysa when she was spilling the beads about Jon. And like, yeah. they both died immediately. Mm. So, I don't know. Um, like, I get that like, it doesn't matter who the character is. All they do is want revenge. Like, even if the book Sansa went through the exact same events that this Sansa did, like, she wouldn't karmically kill Ramsay with his dog. Yeah, this is, like, like she, like, it's really, in Blackwater, like, remember when she tends to Lancel's wounds after Lancel was, like, super fucking mean to her? And, like, remember when she, like, couldn't sleep when she saw Joffrey die? Yeah. Like, it's not her bag, I mean, and like, she, you can only kill if you're strong, and if you're strong, yeah. that means you're good. And, like, if you wanted to, like, to do a storyline about how, like, oh, wow, maybe Sansa's really lost herself, and she's gone, you know, she's lost her her, her kind nature, but they won't, and this is just her being strong. Um, yeah, like, the thing is, like, she walks away and she smiles. Like, she gives, like, a little finger smirk. Even, even like, it, it, at the very, like, most acceptable, it could have been her, like, some face like but at what cost you know because like revenge isn't good yeah. all the time no but she walks away and then she looks at the camera and she says what's up fuckers yeah it's, <laughs> did you miss me i'm here i walked into Sansa's I'm, I'm dark, and this is my new power i can walk m- most people can walk into animals but i walk into people i want to fuck <laughs> and man that, how i've missed this voice that was a weird way to end the episode i thought very like yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> With little fingers saying he has yeah. magic powers, that was weird. Especially since, like, that's the shot they're going to show in, like, the... And the award for best writing in an, an Emmy goes to, like, the it's game... It's me, first. fuckers. It's me. I work into who I want to fuck. And everyone is just standing and applauding and crying. Yeah, and then, and then David Benioff gets the award. He says, I want to thank George R. R. Martin so much for telling us that this is how it happens in the books. Yeah. <laughs> One day George came up to, his, to us and he said, you guys, this is exactly what happens in my book, The Winds of Winter. I feel like if they ever have a meeting again, he's going to be like, all right, a dream of spring. Here's what happens. Nobody dies. Not Nobody a single dies, person dies. And everyone is happy. The scar had not pained him in 19 years. Like, <laughs> all was well. It was very good. Like, they went I out na- to the field where it was very nice. They played, like, Ultimate Frisbee for, like, a, th- a thousand pages. It was nice. I named you, my son, after the bravest men I ever knew. David Benioff Weiss. Joffrey Ramsey Stark. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the episode. We did it. We we actually went long. Yeah, best show, best episode. Best episode of the series. Don't you agree? I agree. Best of the ever? Not ever. The one when the, when Gret and John fuck was better? Yeah, that cave scene, man. <laughs> Give me some more yeah. cave action. Yeah, uh, consensual sex. Um, how about Davos's cave? His dusty uh, butthole? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Melisandre's old old demon pregnancy. <laughs> mm. 
Work of the week. You never witches never have menopause is the thing. It's true. Work of the week. Work of the week. Of the week. Work right. of the week exclusive. Exclusive. Um so, <laughs> so you may have been asking, uh, where was Ghost? Yes. I was. You Eddie may have been asking where Ghost was. Well, I have your answer. A ghost was there the whole time. Uh-huh. Um, we see John, like, getting trampled by his own men. We see him, like, in the fucking eye of the storm, like, ghost dadding through a thousand horses. Yes. And, like, why else would he be cool with, like, an oncoming charge unless he was just going to, like, ghost dad right through it? Mm-hmm. We see people die around him in a firestorm of arrows, but he just he's totally fine. We see his horse die from a hail of arrows, and he's on the back of the horse, and he gets up unscathed. He gets very dirty while everybody else gets very bloody. He's all dirt and everybody else is all blood. We don't see John touch anyone with his hands this entire episode. His his sword, he does touch people. I mean, he punches Ramsey a lot. I'm getting to that. Okay. Uh, but in the battle, he's fucking, fucking Patrick Swayze the whole time in terms uh-huh. of human touch. You just can't do it. Nobody can fuck Patrick Swayze. I think that's it's, what happened in Ghost. That's exactly um, what happened in Ghost. Yeah. Nobody puts Ghost in a corner. Um, so, and then like, Ramsey like doesn't shoot like okay this is this is the crux I'm just gonna get right to it um John is a ghost and he's only material when he's inside the walls of Winterfell um and Ramsey knows this that's why he shoots one one instead of John because he knows shooting John is pointless um and that explains but, but he didn't know about his power inside he thought exactly okay, okay. he thought he was always a ghost mm-hmm. and he's and he's ghost. like I'm not gonna fight you because I can't hit you with my sword It'll just yeah because it's time. fucking pointless. Yeah. Um, and this explains, like, why John kept lowering his shield, because, like, he's like, oh, I, f- I keep forgetting that I can die, so, like, my muscle memory is, like, I don't need a shield, but then, oh, fuck, wait, I'm in Winterfell. Um, and then Sansa shows up when he's, like, punching Ramsay, and she looks very shocked, um, because John is material, and this brings new meaning to a Stark must always be in Winterfell. Ah! Because when you're in Winterfell, ah. you're material. And that's when you're only, that's when you're truly a Stark. And this kind of like goes into a larger theory of if you're a Stark, um, you can't die when you're in Winterfell. This that's is why he why. brought Rickon out. Egg fucking exactly. Nice. That's why, remember when Miranda died in the snow from a fall, but then the large brand survived in the pilot from an autumn fall out of the tallest tower in the goddamn castle? It's true. Because he's a Stark in Winterfell and he can't die. Confirmed. Also, like, Rickon's time in the crypts gave him an abnormal positive charge, and he's magnetic, and that's why the arrows killed him. Work of the week. Work of the week. Work of the week. Confirm. Questions. If you have a question, you can send us an ask on our Tumblr, postgameofthrones.tumblr.com, or email us at postgot at gmail.com. I thought this was going to be the... Do you see all these? A lot of that's fucking a lot of questions. questions. I thought this was going to be the week we clear out our log, but we actually went longer than I you thought, so... clear out our log, so to speak. To, I, I don't mean to crank my own log, but... <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I I don't always regret being on this show, but today I'm regretting it. Um, I, I had to listen to Crank My Log, Clear Out My Log, and Dusty Buttholes. <laughs> I, and I haven't even... Davos's fault. I've yet to even blast my cash, so... Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. You're gonna go? You're, you had enough? I've had enough. You got something to do? Yeah, I'm gonna put all my pop tart crumbs in your please don't in do your that. new shirt drawer. Don't they still have the tags on them? I'm doing it. No. <laughs> Anonymous asked a question. You want to read this one? You want to take this one? No. Uh, let, we got a we got a slew of anonym anonymi. Ooh. So let's 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 bang these out. Let's just bang these say, out. At least I didn't say crank these out. Me. Yeah. I was let's, there in the Discord let's, chat. Let's masturbate to these. Let's 
fucking jerk off communally <laughs> to these questions. I was there in the Discord chat, but I was quiet, and then I definitely passed out in the last ten minutes or so. Please talk more about One One getting a horse. He deserves better than this episode. He deserved a horse. One One had a hard life. Like we saw that the giants have like big arrows. What's to like? And there are fucking resources. So like they could have big horse. All the mammoths died in the last battle. I mean, really regretting that, dumping that shit on them now, huh? Yeah. It would be cool if, like, Melisandre, like, used her Rickon saving powers to just revive a mammoth. Uh, Anonymous asks, What would you do if Arya went back to Westeros, but after killing some people, she was revealed to be the waif? Also, do you guys check any theory videos? No! I would feel like Salon would crank their fucking hog for a week. Sorry to keep cranking, but... It's okay. Everybody cranks their hog. <laughs> the thing so you have like, a long day. You got to crank the hog. Like the, every any theory that's not like R plus L equals J or like Frey pies or anything like that. Um, my first thought is like, but what is the point? Yeah, I mean that's like the the, the problem with ninety five percent of the theories. And like, I don't know if you could glean this from the show, but like, I do love off the wall theories. But I'll like, I'll listen to it, but I'm not going to be like, yeah, like likely. Yeah, like, I listen to, like, I, I'm pretty sure I've watched pretty much all of Preston Jacobs' videos. And, like, isn't he, has... he like, oh, President Obama isn't real of yeah, A Song of Ice and Fire? He still thinks Stannis is alive in the show. And, okay. like, he, I don't know, like, he thinks that, like, Littlefinger is going to be found out in the books because Lysa's shoe fell into the moon door. And they're gonna, like, if she was, if she was pushed, then her shoe would be, it was, it's, like, really off the wall. But... So, like, if... If Arya went back to Restoros, but she was real to be the Waif, like, what? So what? Like, we no. don't know the Waif as a character. Like, it, what would that mean other than, wow, how shocking? Yeah, you know? like, Arya is the character they like, so they're not gonna... But, like, it would be cool if, like, Arya, like, went to go hug Sansa and then, like, stabbed her and then she changed her face. And she's like, I'm the Waif. And then Sansa was like, who? And then died. Because mm-hmm. then it means that, like, you're not supposed to be happy when you watch the show and nothing good happens. It's a good uh, theme. <laughs> Next question says from anonymous. From anonymous, oh, I got, I got a burpee coming. Mm. It went away. Can someone explain why the Funyan Knight got freaked out when he found the deer amiibo? Is it supposed <laughs> to be a Stannis thing? Cause deers. I don't. I don't know this show good. Anyway, happy shitting from Andy. Hey Andy. Uh, in last season before uh, Shireen Stannis's daughter died, Stannis knitted her a, a, wood, a wooden deer. <laughs> knitted her a deer. Yeah, and then she brought it to the pyre with her, where she was burned to death, but the deer survived. Yeah. Um. If I were Shireen, I would have like brought a gun to the pyre. I mean, uh, you know, kids are stupid. But... I would have brought some marshmallows. Hey, <laughs> toast it up. Yeah, also, hi. Hi, also Andy again with another quick thing. Why didn't Patrick Klepek serpentine when Ramsey was shooting him with arrows? <laughs> <laughs> to, to get you in. You remember how, how uh, Rickon looked? Yeah. He, look, he looks like this guy who used to work for Giant Bomb. Hey! <laughs> Kim gets it now. Yeah, I always thought he looked like one of the guys from the Naked Brothers Band. I'm um, not familiar with their music. Oh man, dude, you should have watched Nickelodeon in like 2008. It was really good. <laughs> Uh, well, those are the, 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 the anonymouses. Uh, we have so many of these. All the, all the, the no ones. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Uh, Bunyip Andler asked a question. My favorite thing about Game of Thrones is that it's so realistic and anyone can die at any moment. Watches as a hail of arrows make a Jon Snow-shaped hole like in fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, Rickon is magnetic and Jon's a ghost, so... It's, it's very true, though. Uh... 
Tumblr user Flying is Fearful of Me asked, where was Brienne the whole time? Seems like she should have been there, maybe. I mean, probably. Remember when Brienne went to the fucking Riverlands like she does in A Feast for Crows and she didn't do shit? She she went to the Riverlands, failed, and got on a... She stole a boat and waved at her ex-boyfriend. Gendry boat. I just want them... I want the next scene to be Brienne on a boat and then just, like, Lady Stoneheart's body floats by. (laughs) And Sandor's pissing into it also. This is the one I was looking for for Kim. Uh, Tumblr user Tiny Mountain Town asks, Hot Gilmore Girls slash Game of Thrones take. Stannis is the Taylor Dosey of Game of Thrones. Miss Patty as all of Dorne. Nobody as Babette because she's no equal. True. So, I if mean, Babette Miss, is one in Miss Patty is Dorne because she, she wanted McFucky, right? Yes, she fucks everybody. And Babette's like, Maury! Like, that's what she yeah, says, Yeah, right? and, um, what's her gnome's name? Oh, man, I forget. She has gnomes and... Cinnamon's her cat. The only thing I know about Babette is that her cat Cinnamon died, and the episode is called Cinnamon's Wake. You know more about That's Babette than you think. Why? Babette's character, um, the actress, is the actress that played Meathead's wife on that Archie Bunker show from the 70s. I was dead then. You weren't dead then. I wasn't even cranked yet. You were yet. still in a hog. I... <laughs> you were locked and loaded. My, my Edgardo Colazzo Sr. must have some, like, strong hogs to last in that sack for so long hey dad happy father's day happy be, sure to fa- listen to my, be sure to listen to my podcast love you. I, re- I remember one time i was like hey dad you should watch this show called game of thrones it's like uh the lord of the rings but real and then he never did so thank you dad for not watching it thanks dad yeah uh there's so many of these i i'm i'm like uh tumblr user nizu yoken asked dear brooks you want the good dog but you need the bad puppies and also a picture of air buddies if i could put that in an ask box that's pretty good i i want to be mad about it but that's pretty good uh let's just make this the last episode of the week because we're running long sure tumblr user mimia anthe asked it was cool how the show set up themes of loyalty and fighting for people who won't fight for you to give a thematic resonance when ramsey's troops turned on him for killing a child in view of the entire fucking army Finally forcing him to deal with the consequent, oh wait, never mind, it was so Sansa could feed him alive to his own dogs because that's a much better ending. Also, how come literally everyone can teleport now? <laughs> oh, an ask after my own heart. This also reminds me of, I think I might have retweeted it earlier, but someone said something like, yeah, I guess people who watch the show aren't like cons- cons- concerned with the geography and stuff, but the show begins with the fucking map. Yeah! Like, it's the first thing you it's see of where everything is. No, I think it's like a first-person view of Littlefinger's glass elevator. Yeah. He's like, I won't be getting off here today. I'm off to Bravos. I'm going to Vastothrak today. <laughs> it's where the horse lords fuck. <laughs> and that's the episode. Good episode. Good episode. Good episode. Uh, I like to take this moment to announce the very first ever post-Game of Thrones fan challenge. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you heard about this. No, I didn't. But a new, <laughs> Guess what you're doing. Guess what you're doing. A new <laughs> logo is in the works. Oh, I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm putting... I mentioned it yesterday in the chat, but I'm putting forth a challenge to the fans that you, me, Brooks, and Apollo will all be featured on the new logo. Me? You too. I said you. Oh. You're on it. I thought you said when you said like, you... Like I was challenging you? The viewer. Yeah. Like, the, viewer, the viewers you. like you. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, we're all going to be featured on this new logo. Am I correct in saying this? Yeah, you're correct. But I'm going to be shush, 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 shush. I'm going to be the biggest one on there. Is what I was going to say. Oh, oh okay. yeah, it's the Kim show. The Kim show. And uh, we'll all be featured as characters from A Song of Ice and Fire. Not necessarily a Game of Thrones. That's the only hint you're getting. 
And if you can guess correctly who all of, at least, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Whoever gets the most right. Is will, the kitty cat going to be somebody? Yes. Apollo will be on it. Okay. But will he be a character? I forget. Yes. Got it. And if you can guess correctly or closest correctly to all four of us, which characters were portrayed as, you will win a fabulous prize. And there will be three winners based on how right you are. So, send the... If you could, I know this is a lot to ask, send this in an email to postgot at gmail.com and in the subject make it like, guess for victory, or like, I want to win the challenge, or something like that, just so I can keep them all in the same folder so I know. Or you could leave it in a five-star iTunes review. Ah, ah, nice segue. Just leave, leave a five-star review and just have, like, Ned and Cersei. Yeah, just say characters. Be like, it's going to be Rob and Ghost and <laughs> and Daenerys and also Daria will be there as Euron. Yeah. I thought you said Daria, which would be a cool twist. Daria? Yeah. That would be good. That would be good. So yeah, fun challenge for the fans. And it'll be revealed eventually. It'll be revealed when I get around to doing it. <laughs> Taking inspiration from George R. R. Martin when it's done. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Leave the us show a good is the show. on iTunes. The, the contest is the contest. Stay Again. slushy. Sloshy. What's the word? Sloshy. Keep it sloshy. Crank my hog. Sonic think, the Hedgehog. Happy I shitting. Think, uh, I think one of the questions, I, I read it earlier in the week or the week before and forgot about it. Someone was like, why don't you guys have a funny sign-off like Mabim Bam? <laughs> And it was like, we tried to, my guy, but... Was that an own? It might have... I don't know. I might have just gotten roasted on my own podcast. What's Mabim Bam's sign-off? They always do, like, Griffin's final question. So they, they, there's a way that, like, you say something and the show ends. And the viewers like it because it's reliable and consistent. And they know when the show's over. As for us, we just say garbage until yeah. it stops. It's and then just, like, say random words ends. for two minutes. Maybe say, like, kiss your dad square on the lips. We can't say that. Um, Davos's dusty butthole. Davos's D- dusty butthole. Signing yeah. off. Happy shit. Um, the, the, w- the closest thing I could even have to a coherent one is like we have to end now because the script said so. But that's too like up my own Davos butthole to like. I really like good episode. Sign off on. Good episode. Good episode. Brooks. Good episode. Thank you. Bye.